Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, beginning of a week. TJIM, thank God it's Monday. We get to start and make a new difference in the week, and we get to amplify the leaders that are making a difference and show you who you can support, who you can be like, and who you can learn from. So how are you, Andrea? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking me. Well, it's my pleasure to ask, by the way. <laughs> well, I have a lot to report from the weekend, but I thought first... Listen, because you have so much to report, can I, can I make a request? Yeah. So you have three days to report, and we only have you know, three minutes. So can you keep it like, so we can have our guests have something to say as well, please. <laughs> yes, I will keep it short. So our, let's thank our sponsors. Thank you, Ken, for that beautiful setup. I love it when he's so much fun. Uh, our sponsors are Bees.Social, The Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, The Red Carpet Connection, The Umbrella Syndicate, The EMF Fix.com, MyMakeupLady.com, and Voice America Influencers Channel. And please don't forget to love on the TheKeepSmilingMovement.com. And I got it. Thank you. Uh, the TheKeepSmilingMovement.com is the place that you need to go to so that you can keep smiles in your life. So it's a 5013C mental and dental health organization saving lives by creating smiles and creating a dose of hope. And we also want to thank menfashion.com for the lovely shirts that Ken sports when he is speaking in on the air. And uh, uh, Ken, would you like me to share about what happened this weekend now? I do, but I don't want to go there now. I want to go there in a minute or two. So we had okay. this, we had this, <laughs> I won't call it a holiday, but we had a day that we have to remember, 9-11. Yeah. And Kenny was at Mission Barbecue and on his birthday, June 14th, flag day, and he was eating some ribs and he had two Mission Barbecue cups on both sides of him. One was mine, one was his. And I looked at it and I saw vision, vision, vision. Mission Barbecue is congruent with America, is congruent with heroes, is congruent with patriotism. I said, Kenny, I think I have an idea for a sixth book. I think it's Kenny's favorite things about America. And he loved it. And we have been working diligently for six weeks. He's been looking up all the beautiful landmarks and things that happen in America to include 9-11. And we put a book out that we gave to Mission Barbecue, the president, Bill Krause. And we hope to have Bill Krause on a future show because he is really the ultimate unsung hero who cares about giving so much to praise heroes, to bring heroes together, to bring community together. And so I'm proud of my son because even though this was a rush job and it wasn't perfect, we were able to hand a, a book off to Mr. Krause and show him that he makes a difference in the world. So that is my 9-11 comment. And then just from a standpoint of patriotism, it is amazing when we look at the news and we see other countries that just wish they could be in America, and we have our problems in this country, but wow, to have freedom, to have safety, to have um, low anxiety, I'll say with regard to actually being at home and not worrying you're going to be bombed or raped or um, attacked, all these things. And so when I see this, it reminds me why 9-11 has to be remembered because the heroes that fought and gave their lives for us to have freedom yet again are not just the military, they're the first responders. So uh, if anyone wants a sneak peek at this book and wants to support a beautiful company, Mission Barbecue, I assure you this is not only Kenny's best book. It is going to be a hard book to beat. Uh, I, I'm now learning what some people have told me with regard to I did 10 books or I did 20 books before I actually made it. Kenny's sixth book could not have been as powerful as it is if he didn't do five before it. So a lot of people do one book and they don't feel there's enough success, success and they actually give up and they don't know that that's part of the learning process of making a legacy. So I just wanted to acknowledge that Mission Barbecue 20 years ago honored people on 9-11. That's when they opened. Mm. And so this has been a long road and it's, they're, they're the place to be if you want to actually celebrate 9-11, honor heroes and make a statement that it mattered. 
So that is what I wanted to share with you before we go into. For those of you who are new to us, Kenny, K3, Kenny Rashawn, is uh, Ken's son, in case you didn't pick that up. And he and his dad started becoming, working together for Ken to become an author, Kenny to become an author during COVID, where they got to spend a lot of extra time together as father and son and build their relationship and thirst for knowledge and uh, creativity and culture. So uh, now they're sharing that knowledge with other children and parents and teachers and school system to be able to get that out in the world. And if you would like more information, you can go to theumbrellasyndicate.com and reach out to Ken. Or Or they can actually just go to Kenny's Facebook page and make a message. I do want to say that it was pre-pandemic that Kenny had exactly zero books. And I don't know what percentage of America or the world have zero books, but it's a pretty significant amount. And very significant. It's like 98 or 99% or something. Yeah. (laughs) So Kenny um, loves jokes and he was a very... uh, timid, trepidatious, and uh, insecure and shy kid, not from a standpoint of being around family, but getting out to show himself as his brilliance. And when he started telling jokes, he came alive. And when he did his joke book, he saw that it mattered because it was on Amazon. So um, some kudos to Bezos because my son didn't carry out a book. He carried out a book on Amazon. <laughs> and, yeah, I remember you saying that. He's like, Dad, is my book on Amazon? <laughs> yes, and I, and I had to prove it on his birthday. So on June 14th, Flag Day's birthday of last year only, he became zero author to one book author. And then during the pandemic, we did favorite riddles, favorite science facts, favorite things to know, which was kind of a Vitruvian boy, well, well-rounded uh, young man. And then we went to trivia for his past birthday this year, and now he's off to doing his favorite things about America. But what I'm so excited about is that his next book is my, uh, my Kenny's favorite things to conquer about phobias. And nice. we all have phobias. We all have fear. In fact, uh, Les Brown says it so eloquently when he says, we are more busy and focused on living our fears and living our dreams. And that's what stops us from having our dreams come to fruition. But Kenny said something to me yesterday, and I was so, it was just that jump you have as a father that you are actually helping inspire a future leader. He said, Daddy, I want to do one after phobia, the challenge of phobias, and that is I want to do Kenny's favorite things about history. Nice. Now that, that gave me a grin. I mean, how can you not grin when a child of eight is saying, "I I want to talk about history. So... We are uh, we're excited to hear what you did because thankfully, uh, while I was helping Mission Barbecue with their 9-11 celebration and uh, a couple having their beautiful wedding in Baltimore at the Frederick Douglass Museum. Which you is a were, big deal because weddings are finally happening again. Yes. And so you were in uh, sh- Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you were covering Chicago. an event. You were covering an event for a gentleman who has worked with Quincy Jones in creating the Vibe magazine. So pretty big names, pretty big magazine. So talk to us. Tell us in less than 32 seconds what happened. (laughs) All right. I'll talk really fast. Um, So Ken introduced me to John Rollins, and that's the gentleman who had worked on the Vibe magazine with Quincy Jones. Oh, and if I can give a shout out real quick to Dr. Mel Albin. He's the one who connected us to uh, John Rollins. And I say that from a standpoint that you don't know who you meet. Dr. Mel Albin has told me, I don't want to jinx this. I want to proclaim it on the show that he is very good friends with Malcolm Gladwell, and he was uh, a recipient of, uh, of Malcolm Gladwell's first book draft to give the okay that it's really solid tipping point. Go ahead. Awesome. Uh, now that I know that, please call me afterwards no. if there's something no. important. <laughs> So I uh, so I was asked by John Rollins to come to Chicago because Ken wasn't able to go. And so I went in Ken's place to honor a friend of theirs. His name is Michael P. London. He was in the World Trade Center. I believe they said the 115th floor. And he did uh, die uh, during that tragedy, as so many other uh, people and, and um, service 
people as well and um, beautiful Americans and others uh, who were in those buildings. And so they honored him in Chicago where they went to high school. And so there were seven different events this weekend, uh, everything from golf to uh, jumping in the lake with the Great Lakes jumper, Dan. Um, He just made the New York Times, I think a week or two ago about that. And so we jumped in the lake with Dan in honor of Lundo. The gentleman's name was Lundo. And he was a man who apparently lived life bigger than life, bigger than anybody has ever said life could be. And John Rollins, uh, first of all, um, Lundo kept and saved everything from high school. And John had created a museum-like atmosphere for us to go through all this stuff. And Lundo had these things from his teacher um, that were hysterical. They would say, um, Lundo, he'll never amount to anything. He's a waste of time. I mean, the teachers literally said this about this guy. But it was because he would do things like burst in a room, open the door, and yell, hey, is blah, blah, blah here who wasn't even in that classroom just to create disruption and make people laugh. But he actually had a great job, loved everybody, and Ken, you will love this. I was asking everybody for their birthdays for the Keep Smiling movement because we honor birthdays at the Keep Smiling movement. And when the wife was speaking about her husband passing 20 years ago, along with their son, who was only a couple months old, um, his name is Matthew, when uh, Michael London died, um, she said uh, one of the things that she loved most about his heart and that everybody was talking about in testimonial is that Michael called them every year on their birthday and said, how are you? I just want you to have a beautiful day and cared about them. And that was the one thing that he went around constantly. When's your birthday? And wrote it in his date book. And so then afterwards, when I got to share, gosh, that's what Ken and I do. Uh, We care about people's birthdays. It was just really brought us all together. It was great to be part of that community. Um, They had about I would say 70 people show up for mass. Uh, There's our Keep Smiling Birthdays Happen books. And then, um, so yeah, we had a a mass, we had a parade, we had a a bagpipe thing to their tavern at the bar. We had lunches. It was just wonderful, beautiful uh, roast and everything. So so thank you, Ken, for sending me. It was absolutely beautiful. Thank you, John Rollins. Thank you to the family and friends of Lundo. Um, I met some amazing people, and um, we were able to really keep his uh, celebration of life happy despite the tragedy of 9-11. Well, and just to add a little more to the birthday question, it's not just about finding out someone's birthday. It's about letting them know that their birth made a difference in making so many ripple effects happen in the world. So this is the the influencer one. We have a leader one. We have a women empowerment one. We now have a new one coming out. Um, Instead of Black History Month, it's Black History Year. And it's all the amazing uh, people we've met that are on stage that are making a difference. And we want to acknowledge them as well, because every single leader has an effect on making the world more positive. Absolutely. Absolutely. So why don't we actually bring our host our guest bring our leaders on (laughs) yes uh so our first one is jordan edwards let me click the button to have you guys come on i will introduce you one after the other here and if you can also unmute yourself when i bring you on camera and uh, jordan here as well so we have first Jordan Edwards, the first person I met. He is with Windstar. Uh, Windstar is a, a beautiful company that they'll tell you more about. And Jordan, Jordan Edwards, he's traveled around the world, Ken, from Thailand to Israel to Rome and back. He has met with the most influential leaders like the founder of Reebok, Joe Foster, celebrity comeback coach J- Tim Story, and the Super Bowl MVP Ron Jaworski. And he did this through his podcast called Clocked In, which you can see his uh, logo behind him there in Zoom. And now he is providing these insights with the unknown to audiences and his clients. And he's helping businesses remove merchant processing fees with Winstar. And we also have our lovely friend Felix with us. Oh, and Felix, I have to click another button to pull up your info. So please be patient with me. And Felix, I'm new to Felix. I just met him this morning. He is this uh, major, uh, wonderful man who's doing some pretty cool things in the world. And I'll tell you about them in just a second. So you're saying Uh, he is a major? That's his uh, rank? 
in, in or is he? Yeah, he, he, I, I just call him a major, major awesome is what I'm calling him. <laughs> He's the senior vice president of national sales for Winstar Payments. And he has done amazing things from, he was recruited uh, by the CEO to effectively sell payment processing solutions, the high volume national multi um, national merchants and banks. Um, he deals with over 11 different banks. He works with high strategy, um, oh, what do you call it? Um, oh, like CBD oil and stuff where, you know, the banks and them, they're like, oh, they're worried about whether that's going to be a good thing or not. He makes sure to take care of them, make sure that everything's uh, done well. They sell diverse credit card and debit credit uh, card processing services. He always exceeds his revenue goals by more than 75%. So he is just on the ball all the time. He's top producing vice president for First Data Commercial Services. He was recognized for that. He has a really great long lasting relationship capital with uh, literally hundreds of corporations and business people. I mean, just an amazing man. And so I'm so excited to have you here, Felix, and get to meet you. So we have our two gentlemen Thank from you. Windstar representing. So hi, we'll start with Jordan, if that's okay, since I met Jordan first through Unblinded Mastery, who we both are a part of playing in the world, and we were in a mastermind together. So, uh, Ken, it's all yours now. Well, I mean, we have to start off with a little gratitude, Jordan. So, I understand you are responsible and also a sponsor of us getting out to Las Vegas recently for some events. So, I wanted to let you know that makes a big difference when sponsors put us in with other leaders, people that are doing great things in the world. So, my thank you to you is that we have this Dose of Hope book that if we had enough time in the program, we would find your full story and we'd find Felix's full story, but it's about uh, 800 pages. And wow. you're going to be in the likes, you're going to be in a book with the likes of Rob Angel, who created Pictionary, 38 million of those games were sold. Um, Frank Shankowitz, who created Make-A-Wish Foundation, 500,000 Wishes. William Paul Young, who wrote The Shack, and right now 250 other authors. So this is a very big book with uh, really the chicken soup for the soul meeting TED Talk dynamic. So you are getting a major thank you back as a result of stepping into the Key Smiling Movement, allowing us to uh, have our mission of dental and mental wellness. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm excited that you have a podcast. And so we can, so we can actually make sure everyone has a voice. And we get everything we possibly can in this program. There's rapid fire at the end, Felix, since you are new to this, we're going to ask you what book changed your life. And it's just a quick response. How quick we ask it is how quick you give us back that information. But Jordan, I want you to talk a little bit about who you are um, with regard to how did you become who you are? That is a major aspect of the unstoppability of what a leader does to create a difference in the world. So where were you born? What was your childhood like? And because we have Felix also doing this, just be mindful of time. Yeah, yeah, think of it as a really short, condensed TED yep. talk. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I grew up in uh, Ridgewood, New Jersey, like 20 minutes outside of New York City. And growing up there, I played lacrosse, football, and I ended up going to college down in University of Tampa. And while I was there, I was in a fraternity, uh, played lacrosse, studied abroad in Rome. Did, it kind of did it all. Was exploring and going through that exploration phase. How'd you know and to do that? How did I know to do what? To travel, to go to Rome. I mean, that's who, who, who inspired you to do something that crazy? Yeah, so I had a couple friends who uh, were a couple years older, and they were able to study abroad in Rome. And it wasn't really a big thing at the university. But for me, I knew that I want to stack experiences. Mm -hmm. So I really want to capture as much as I can. So I try to get, be very intentional with my time, allowing me to have more experiences because there are ages and like, if you're doing the same thing for 25 years, it doesn't matter. Um, How do you learn new. the uh, importance of time? Because I'll tell you, when my mom got dementia and Alzheimer's and I became a caregiver, uh, life became very precious and time became very precious as a result of that. So who taught you why time is so precious? Yeah, so I was actually at the, uh, I was at the Grant Cardone conference. This had to be 2019. I was watching Jesse Itzler give his speech about uh, just – our relationship with time, how much do we have? What do we do? How many more summers we have? How many more kids he has? So I'd highly recommend checking so how, how much do we have? Do you remember? Well, it depends on your age. I, I know it does, but tell, tell what he said that uh, you heard that actually caused you to think like what that. What kind of landed it? Yeah. I'll, I mean, for example, like this weekend, 
my parents came to town. And, and really what it is is that he was talking about, he's a 50-something, his parents are around 80, and he's like, I have, if I see my parents four more times a year, the average life is, say, 85. They're like, I got to see him 20 more times. So each and that's, time and that's a bit through. optimistic if you're taking care of yourself. Exactly. Well, you exactly. know, I, you're, you're hitting so many nerves with me right now that I, that I love because anyone that's focused on time is focused on productivity and they're also focused on efficiency. So if, if I can just interject a couple things that will actually expedite our friendship and our efficiency of making a difference in the world, I want to say that there's so many people that use the word busy incorrectly. They say, oh, I'm too busy. I can't do this. And you know, as well as I do, when you put money in front of that busy, all of a sudden the busy disappears. <laughs> and um, God gave us an amazing amount of hours a week. 24 hours a day times seven is 168 hours a week, of which 68 you're sleeping or resting. But you have 100 full hours. And those people that say I have a 40-hour week, you still have another job and a half you could do if you wanted to. And that job could be fatherhood. That job could be coaching. That job could be a passion. It could be traveling. But I, I applaud the fact you went to Rome because had I known about studying abroad, which I did not, <laughs> I, I would have probably been a completely different person, a much better person as a result of it. So back to you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. And so it started with these other experiences. Like most of the other kids weren't doing this stuff. So when it came time to what do I do in the world, um, I ended up realizing that I wanted to do something for myself. So I started a coaching business where I would coach people on different dynamics, mostly um, debt management and then kind of into the personal development. And for me, I have five pillars that really identify with people. So, and I would always do these checks on myself and I was doing this before I was helping other people, but it was mental health, physical health, community service, philanthropy, family and friends, and then spirituality. So on that, that area of five, we would always do a check on myself and I would do these monthly checks. And what it allowed me to do is I realized that there's no way I can excel at everything in my life. But if I can excel at different areas and maybe I might be too pushed towards mental and physical health. And now I'm not hanging out with not growing the relationships. So it was always a check. And the, what I realized is the more times we check ourselves, it's measuring and monitoring. If we mm -hmm. measure ourselves more, we'll be able to see greater progress. So I totally agree. Are you, have you been an author yet? Uh, no, I'm working on a book with uh, somebody, but we're, I haven't written a book yet. And, and who's that person? Give them some love. Yeah, so this guy is uh, Howard Gordon. He's the uh, he's chairman of WinStar, and he is the one who kind of introduced me to merchant processing and all that. But our relationship started on the dynamic that he's had fifty plus years in business, from owning a law firm to owning clubs to building a hundred houses in a year. He's done a lot of different things. So he was just sharing with me some of his insights that he's taken from that. And, and is this his first book? Yeah, it would be his first book. So what, so, a, what, a, what an accolade and what a, a compliment to you that he would say, of all this experience I have, I want to trust to create a wisdom and an, uh, a book that has value and would create a difference in anyone that reads the book. That's, that's really awesome. That's quite a compliment to you. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I was blown away by it. Well, tell me, uh, cut to the chase a little bit on because we have to go to break in about a minute. But uh, tell me about your Rome to how you found WinStar, if you can do that in a minute or two. Yeah, exactly. So pretty much what happened is I ended up meeting Howard. And through that, I was able to go on. A, I had different people on my podcast. And one of the guys who came on was a restaurant owner. And he had all these restaurants. And I was like, but he was in faith and he was doing a lot of different things. And I was like, hey, I think you should meet Howard. So I introduced him to Howard. And Howard, uh, we basically had a three-way conversation. At the end, he was like, hey, can we pitch for your merchant business? Hmm. And we ended up saving him $15,000. And I was like, wow, like, that's substantial. Like, that's yes. something really cool. And then what I realized is with the cash discount, you can actually remove the fees. I know we'll dive into that a little bit later on. We will, the second it. segment. So what we're going to do is we're going to go into this sponsorship for gratitude, and we're going to go to 
uh, the break, and then we're going to come back, finish that thought, and then bring Felix on. All right? Go ahead, Andrea. Thank you so much to Bees.Social, The Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, Big Events USA, The Red Carpet Connection, The EMF Fix, and uh, MenFashion.com, MyMakeupLady.com, Voice America Influencers Channel, and please remember TheKeepSmilingMovement.com in your hearts and souls uh, with being able to contribute to the Keep Smiling Movement so that we can continue to help save lives. And we'll be back after these messages. And Jordan, what's your podcast? It's called Clocked In with hashtag Clocked In. You can see it here. I love it. With Jordan Edwards. That's yeah. beautiful. You're, you're now a sponsor of the show today. How about that? I love it. <laughs> well, oh, I and Windstar. It. I, I forgot and to Windstar. say Windstar. Hello, yes. Windstar. Duh. <laughs> well, you didn't, you didn't forget. We're just highlighting the people we love today. So thank you. And, and we will do that many more times. Thank you so much. We'll be back in a minute. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right. To be responsible about connecting dots and doing it the right way, first of all, Ken Roshan on Voice America Influencer Channel. Thank you so much to Jeff Spinard and Robert Cellino for believing in the show, believing that leadership matters and believing that amplifying leadership actually causes a ripple effect that brings community together, inspires hope, and most importantly, moves the needle towards positivity in the world. So I wanted to give a shout out to Sean Callagy because we met him in West uh, Palm, what, what was it, Florida? Florida? I just want to blank too. Yeah. So, uh, where is that Key West. place in Florida? Key West. Key West. I knew it had a, a West, and there should have been a Key somewhere in there. So there we go. So Key West. And if it wasn't for that meeting, you guys wouldn't be on the show, I don't think, because our connection yep. with him and Unblinded has caused all these new conversations to happen. So, Which also came from Tim May, and then last year from David Gonzalez, the Internet Marketing Party, who had us on The Real Raw with Sean. Exactly. So. And with all the things you're doing to help build their event, I just... Uh, it's, it's almost priceless how many things that you're receiving, but also that they're receiving as a result of believing in somebody. Amazing. So, yeah, Jordan, the reason, I, I like that to, the reason I like that to sink in is because if, if certain dots hadn't happened, you and I aren't on the show together. We don't have a conversation later. We don't have Windstar payments, payments, payments. And I do say Windstar payments from a standpoint that that is their full name. And to say my full name is doctor would not really be justified. My name is Dr. Smiley. And so Dr. Smiley wants the full name. So Windstar Payments, thank you so much for being a part of this ride, this movement that helps us guide people that are wasting money, are not aware of how they can be more profitable into connecting them to you so they can be more successful. Because if you look at a circle and you were to describe scarcity, Scarcity is when the income is less than the expenses and the expenses are greater than the income. And if you look at abundance, it's the exact opposite. We have income on the outside. We have expenses on the insides. We have this beautiful gap of more than we need. And so you guys help build that gap of allowing businesses to be more fruitful and allow them to contribute more. Because if you have lots of money and you have a big heart, guess what you do? You go to contribution in your mind. But when you don't have enough money, you don't think about anything except how do you survive? So I know that Windstar Payments helps set that mindset. So thank you both, gentlemen, for uh, 
being able to pay it forward to our movement and allow us to get to Vegas to meet some amazing people that we intend to have lots of relationships with together. All right. So Jordan, we kind of rushed through that last part. I don't want you to feel rushed in sharing your story. Is there anything else in your story that the audience would need to hear with regard to who you are and how you create your purpose? Yeah, I think one of the most important things, obviously we were uh, happy to help you guys get to Vegas first off. Um, the second thing is, Back when COVID started, um, I realized that I needed to continue communicating, continue meeting with people. And that's how I started my podcast, uh, hashtag clocked in with Jordan Edwards. And the best part about the podcast is it's led me to meet so many random people. So what I would say to you and the audience and everyone listening is that it might not show a monetary gain right away, but that doesn't mean that you're not making a difference and you're not impacting people and not evaluating them. And there's different currencies that go on with that. Yeah. um, That's a a super good point you bring up because if it wasn't for my relationship collateral, I would have been 1% on my income next last year because I was an event person and I would have been homeless. It's that simple. But relationship collateral caused all kinds of magic to happen, all kinds of pivoting to be effortless. So that's a big point that Jordan just made is he is connecting with people that help him make better decisions, read better books, connect with better people. And that by itself would be enough to take to the bank. But on top of that, you do business with them as they become more aware of, they can trust you, more aware that your expertise is the best expertise they can actually seek for what your skill set is. So beautifully said, Jordan, beautifully said. Absolutely. Well, um, anything else you want to say? Uh, do Do you have children? Is there anyone you want to give a shout out to? Um, I'll give a shout out to, I don't have children. I'll give a shout out to though, my brother who's actually passed his CPA passed. Uh, he went to Penn state, graduated, got all four sections of CPA done. And today he's actually starting his first day at work at KPMG, which is pretty exciting. That's very cool. Well, just a reminder because of your generosity, our karma effect back to you is we do want this story that you're having a little bit of a chance to tell today to expand into a two-hour template that will reach 10 million people so they can clock into your podcast and we will send you the template afterwards. Same with you, Felix. But, you know, people that don't have hope don't have a future and people that don't have hope are actually missing a dose of hope, which is someone else that went through what they went through and made it because it really comes down to determination and and unstoppability and, and persistence. If you just ride through whatever, and I got this great acronym because of this uh, from a gentleman just two months ago. He gave me the acronym for HOPE. You ready? Hold on. Hold on. Pain ends. So we're going to head over to you, Felix. So Felix, thank you very much for joining the program and uh, being part of the WinStar Payment sponsorship for us and also being a friend of Jordan that we can actually have this phenomenal show. So I want to start off with you sharing where you were born, what your childhood was like, and how it caused you, what defining moment caused you to be who you are today. Well, thank you for having me here today. The pleasure is all mine. Um, well, let me see here. Um, I have been in the credit card processing industry for about 16, going on 17 years now. Uh, before that, I came from the um, more of an in- import-export background. Um, I'm originally from Florida. Uh, my parents are Cuban immigrants from Cuba. Uh, they both came at different times in the early 60s, uh, escaping the uh, Castro dictatorship and came to the United States to live freely. And um, let me see. Uh, I was born in Lakeland, Where Florida. Uh, in Lakeland, Florida. Um, currently live in Tampa. been in Tampa for about 15 years. And Windstar Payments is corporately based here in Tampa, Florida, where I am the senior vice president of sales for the company. So when they heard you live there, they were like, we're moving headquarters right to you. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the CEO of my company, his name is Robert Winokur. He used to be a, a manager of mine back in our first data days. First data was the large, or is the largest processor of payments in the world. They're corporately named Fiserv right now, but, uh, you know, after working for the man for quite some time, we decided that we wanted to really get down in the trenches and help out merchants ourselves. Um, <clears throat> we have a motto with the company. It's a one, we give one-on-one service instead of 1-800 service. And that's really important, especially when somebody can reach you 
or contact you when they need you. Whereas, you know, calling an 800 number, you don't know who you're going to be speaking to and you don't know if they have their uh, best intentions for you, right? For lack of a better term, you know, somebody in Boise, Idaho, trying to help somebody in Key West, Florida might not be a good, uh, not, might not relate very well. So Robert sounds like a, a pretty inspiring guy. He's a great dude. Uh, he's been uh, friends with me for 20 plus years. I mean, he's an amazing leader. And uh, we've had Windstar Payments for about six years now. We started with a small office with two desks. Uh, now we're about the 20 employees, uh, large facilities, uh, multiple banks that we work with. And we have a, a definite large footprint nationwide in what we can bring to the table from a merchant well, standpoint. We, we intend to expand that footprint pretty dramatically. Uh, you've heard of Malcolm Gladwell's mm-hmm. book, Tipping Point. Well, it's funny, but we have 250 plus authors that are sharing their inspiring stories, and it's all because they're sharing how they create hope in the world. So um, if you want, Felix, you can do the pay it forward right to Robert and have him spend two hours sharing his story, which I think could really cause um, a deeper impact into the three of you sharing how much it makes a difference who's processing your money. And you know as well as I Absolutely. do, if you're, not, if you're saving that kind of money, there is a big difference. So uh, what caused you – well, t- talk just for another minute about Robert. What did, what did he do and what did he see that could be so disruptive that could cause that difference? Um, when you say disruptive, can you be – I, I mean more? just that he did it differently. Uh, obviously, you guys aren't doing the same thing or you wouldn't see such a gap in difference. And, you know, we realized that uh, we worked for such a large mammoth company, and then we were sectored off by whether it be bank channels or different business verticals that we really wanted to do something more in our local community to where it would impact everyone we know. We know a lot of family and friends and loved ones, as we all do, that can use help from a merchant standpoint, whether you have an e-commerce business or a store retail front and you know, uh, it, it just was a lot better for us to go into the marketplace with family and friends and people who we know to let them know, hey, we're going to take care of you. Um, unfortunately, in this industry, there's a lot of nefarious characters, for lack of a better term. They'll come on in. They'll try to sell you rates. And, you know, at the end of the day, when you start looking at your merchant statements after month one or month two, you can barely read a merchant statement and you're being charged. You're, being, you know, basically nickel and dime to death. And uh, once you're locked into a contract, you're locked into a contract with some of these companies. Uh, with us, with Windstar Payments, if, you, if, you know, if you're with us and we're giving you bad service, please feel free to go somewhere else. But that just does not happen. Um, again, it's all about communication. So whether you're husband and wife or business coworkers or anybody, if you do not communicate, you're never going to be successful. Yeah. And, you know, this isn't the most exciting topic, processing money, but what is exciting is when you actually do it right and you're doing it with the right company, you get something called freedom. You get something called abundance. You get something called being able to chase your dreams because you don't have to work quite as hard. And so that part does excite me. And and that's why I did want to extend this to you guys, because you are actually taking care of people when you say you can have that type of savings for people. So Felix, let's go into a little more of uh, your story of how you created who you are. Uh, What happened in your childhood that Made you even think of going into the the careers you went into? Um, I was always inspired by my father. He was always a, a, a business person per se. Uh, we went from having money to not having money to having money to not having money. Basically, getting business going, and and it was just a back and forth, and it was a big yo-yo effect. And the, the one thing that I wanted to do growing up is to basically, I wanted to be successful and I wanted to be able to provide services to folks in my community that they need me, you know, they need me just as much as I need them. Um, so the only difference from as far as my father, he was more import export. I started off in that field, but I like dealing with folks in the community in the state and here in the United States, you know, speaking them directly and, and working with them. So I've always been an extreme people person, if, uh, if that's an actual term or word out there. Um, I love getting out there and, and solving problems for my clients, right? Um, you know, at the end of the day, I like to sometimes call myself a bit of a firefighter and senior management here, you try to put out small brush fires so they don't become forest fires. And so forth. So a client might call me one day and say, hey, you know, uh, I didn't get my deposits or, you know, what's going on with DC and so on and so forth. So, you know, I I love taking care of people 
and I like putting smiles on people's faces. So I think uh, me being on here today is a perfect circle uh, because I really didn't know much about your book. Ken, sorry, but I look forward to reading it and because uh, you're talking my language. So I'm really happy, happy to be here. Well, to add to that language, you just um, hit one of my favorite uh, words, obviously a smile, but my favorite uh, scientific measurement is the measure of smiles. So we have something called what is your SPH? And that is what are your smiles per hour? And I think you just hit it, Felix. When you're causing smiles per hour for your clients, you're causing loyalty, you're causing them to feel freedom, you're causing them to build a relationship, want to refer you, et cetera. So I wanted to, uh, since I don't know the dynamics completely, um, Jordan Mm -hmm. and Felix, you obviously know each other. So uh, Jordan, did you want to uh, share anything about uh, how great Felix is? Because part of the Amplified show is actually amplifying the goodness of leaders. And Felix, you you may not hear this all the time, how you make a difference to Jordan, but I actually care a lot about this show, having that dynamic of what it is to uh, admire, acknowledge greatness. So Jordan, did you want to share something about Felix? Yeah, sure. I mean, Felix is always someone that goes above and beyond for all of the people and all the clients. And he's always been there when I've needed him and needed his support. Um, so I think he's really making this world a better place and he's really inspiring those around him. And uh, Felix, back, back to you. Would you like to say anything, Jordan? Jordan is you know, the consultant of all consultants. Uh, he knows just enough to be extremely dangerous in so many different <laughs> verticals. I just uh, need to depend on him and on some guidance on uh, topics that I don't know about. Um, but uh, Jordan does a great job with referring business to us and, you know, kind of handing the ball off to us so that way we can be the product matter experts and dive deep into the numbers and find out where that pain is, find out where that issue is and let's take care of that pain and let's make it right. Whether it's saving money or getting better service or, you know, just talking to somebody on the phone. You know, that's so cool what you just shared, Felix, because I was, I didn't know the dynamics because I'm just being introduced to you, sir. And so when you said that, it made sense because I I knew that Jordan had a podcast. The podcast is someone that actually creates educational value, creates value period for people to actually come in and learn more. And so he's able to find out people that have those pain points, turn them over to you and you fix those pain points. So that's a, that's a beautiful partnership scenario and funnel. So God bless and congratulations. That is so cool. Well, since uh, Andrea does know you a bit more than I do, I would like to have her have a minute to ask a question or two and round out the show before we go to rapid fire. Well, Felix, I'd love for you to address this because I I know you're pretty passionate when we talked before the show, and we're passionate about it, um, and that's nonprofit merchant processing as well because uh, having a nonprofit and we help other nonprofits, we want to be able to share the wealth with them, and that's in more than just heart wealth and relationship capital, but financially support them so they can carry out their missions. Would you address that? Yeah, thank you. Um, so when you're a 501c um, at nonprofit organization, for every dollar that you bring in, you're, you're trying to bring as much of that revenue over to whatever that charitable function may be. Um, you know, uh, obviously there are costs that, that are incurred and so forth uh, from, uh, from a management standpoint or telephones and computers and whatnot. So as much of that money going to the actual charity is what the goal is. Um, so we work with 501Cs, election campaigns, uh, to help raise money, whether it be from an e-commerce standpoint, whether they call it in or to, you know, to a bank or a center or whatever the case may be. But the most important thing is from a 501C is traditionally PayPal, uh, Stripe, uh, a, a lot of those characters that we all know about, they charge an incredible fee. Uh, and the thing is about those companies is that you, you it's, you basically unable to read the merchant statement uh, in the format that it comes in. Uh, experts that have been in the industry for quite some time can basically break down the numbers that go through there. So real quick, there are four things that come into play with getting an actual rate. If a merchant services provider just says, hey, I'm just going to give you a 2.50 rate, just to use an example, um, I'd run away from them as quickly as possible because four things come into play 
when looking for a rate. One is the average ticket. What is the average ticket of the transaction? $100, $2, 50 bucks, right? The, uh, the amount, the yearly volume, right? And that's more of a guesstimate because if you're a brand new business, you, you really don't know what you're going to do. Thirdly is the industry classification. Are you an ice cream shop? Are you a movie theater? Are you a CBD retail store? There's different levels of risk associated with different types of verticals. For example, furniture stores are considered high risk. Why is that? Uh, Because you can go in today and purchase a beautiful couch, but it won't be delivered to you for three, five, seven, ten days. So the longer it takes to deliver those kinds of goods from when you purchase it to when it gets to you determines the level of risk, right? And then last but not least is how are you processing the transaction? Um, Is it over the phone? Is it over the computer? You have a retail where you're using the chip. When you have a chip and you're dealing in a retail environment, that should be the cheapest possible transaction to risk because one of the chances somebody's going to take my credit card and go to your store and use it, right? Whereas if it's e-commerce, that possibility exists. So from that standpoint, we, we, you know, we assist, going back to your question, Andrew, we assist 501Cs, uh, you know, not only from a fee standpoint, communication standpoint, technology standpoint, Unfortunately, my industry doesn't have the best reputation, um, you know, because there's a lot of people that work for second or third party companies and so forth, and they just try, like to charge large fees. And that's, that's the issue. So a lot of times what we do is we come and we give an apples to oranges comparison. Here's what you're saving on a monthly, weekly, yearly level. And um, that's pretty much it. Well, that is actually an advantage. It sounds like, Felix, that it's an uh, industry that is... Um laden with people that lack integrity because that means that someone that has integrity really shows up and is the Michael Jordan of scooping up all the business that they want because they have the reputation. So I always look at that as a, as a plus actually. Uh, um, the, the furniture store comment, uh, is that also because furniture stores do a lot of 0% for 12 months? Is that another reason why or not? Um, no, the 0% is usually done by the in-house financing wing of the company. Okay. So they're able to, they'll usually partner up with a financial institution and they'll white label it with their company's name. So, you know, Ken's Furniture Store will have the label on the application, but it's really like the back end will be a bank, like a BB&T or a U.S. bank or somebody like that. And what it is is that the furniture store, they make, they're, the way they generate profits is a portion of, of those interest rates that are being charged. So not only is a furniture store making money on that, beautiful bed set that you just bought from them, but also they're making money on the interest. As they should be since they're giving you furniture for free for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, if you, if you usually get a, if you usually get a 0% interest, there's usually fees, one-time fees or two-time fees that are incurred under that. And then also those 0% fees are for, um, if you pay it all in advance in 12 months, once you hit that 12 month on, then you know, it's going to be paying through the nose. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to do the 0% unless you know what you're doing with your 12 months or six month plan. <laughs> so, Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, and I had an, another, okay. So you've heard of FreshBooks? FreshBooks invoicing? Yes. Okay. So can you, they have WePay as a, a choice. Are, you, are we able to move to WinStar? And, and also before I go to that finished question, a website that has a, a nonprofit and has a donate button, are you able to modify that to WinStar as well? Yeah, let me go ahead and answer that first. So when you have a URL with a checkout area, that checkout area, it connects to what a product that is called a gateway. Now think of a gateway as a virtual terminal. So think of it as the automobile that will process a transaction from point A to point B. Uh, there's m- many different gateways out on the market. Um, so they usually charge like, it's usually between five and 15 cents a transaction, but it links up to your checkout page. So you can process the payment immediately. It's your own page. It doesn't show somebody else's page, nothing powered by nothing like that. It looks like it's completely in-house. You're not being redirected. So it's as simple as that. Um, it's, it's made out to be much harder than what it is, but it's, it's just as simple as that. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to be talking about that. And also we know a lot of nonprofits, so that may be really a big 
transition for them as well as uh, our value to you. I want to go to rapid fire right now. This is where we ask you quick questions, quick answers. So since we have a podcaster here, I'm going to ask the ultimate first question, which is who would be your dream person to have as a guest, Jordan? Honestly, it'd probably be... I'm blushing. Are you going to say me? (laughs) (laughs) No, I I can, potentially. But I mean, right now at this moment, who I've been trying to reach out to, who I think is unbelievable, like, because we were talking about the whole time thing, I think Jesse Itzler would be pretty uh, awesome to get on. And I've been talking to some of his people, but I'm still working on that one. Now, Felix, I know you Guys, I'm going to butt in because we only have four and a half minutes left in the show. So we're going to be question and then just like three or four words or a short phrase. Okay. And Felix, I think you were probably thinking he was going to say you as well. So uh, Felix, who would you like to meet uh, or be in a podcast with? Living or not living anymore? Uh, Let's do one and one. Do it real quick. Oh, gosh. Uh, Well, Steve Jobs would have been one for me. Uh, That that would have been uh, amazing. And Elon Musk, uh, because they are so forward thinking, uh, one from the past and one for the present and slash future. You got it. Short answers. Go ahead, Andrea. Um, uh, I'm going to ask one of Ken's questions. Uh, favorite book or book that changed your life? Just the title. Richest Man in Babylon. Awesome. You can, and Felix? you can say the author, too. You can say the author. That's a uh, And mine is uh, The Monk That Sold His Ferrari by, I believe it's Robin Sherman. Sherman? Sharma. Sharma. I believe, but it was fantastic. Sharma. Yes. Fantastic book. Okay. And then, Ken, your question. Uh, what's a movie that inspires you, Jordan? Um, Felix, you can grab one for a sec. Go ahead, Felix. And you can pass. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what. How about Field of Dreams since they just had the whole baseball thing Wasn't going that on? That still gives me a tear in my eye and uh, playing catch with dad. Okay, Andrea. Um, and I can, I'm going to, uh, your last question, I'm just going to, Ken. Okay, last question because we are finishing favorite? the show. So here we go. What is your favorite? What is a quote you live by, Jordan? Um, it's the, the quote by Gandhi, it's be the change you want to see in the world. No, no, no. It's learn like you'll live forever and then live every day. Like it's your last. Good. Beautiful. And Felix. I think if my employees were to hear me now, they'd roll their eyes when I say this, because I say this to all of my brand new partners and clients who I meet with. I tell them that I will always tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. I will always be straightforward with you. And I will never lie to you. And that's basically what I live by. And that is my motto. Awesome. Thank you. Well, both. Awesome. So I'm going to tell you all what you don't want to hear, but I, because I love you, that we are out of time. Yeah. And thank to our sponsors, Bees.Social, The Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, Big Events USA, The Red Carpet Connection, The EMF Fix, MyMakeupLady.com, Voice America Influencers Channel, MensFashion.com, MenFashion.com. And um, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, and please love on the Keep Smiling and movement.com and Ken, you got the and last Winstar 30 payments. seconds. So Winstar, uh, payments. Winstar payments and clocked in podcast. Uh, go ahead very quickly. What is the website for Winstar payments? Um, they they can just reach out to us. Ken, okay. Yeah. And clocked in yeah, Winstar payments. Thank you. Yeah. And then Apple and Spotify, it's just hashtag clocked in. Awesome. But, you, you're good, man. And, so we are going to say, We amplified you as beautiful leaders. We're so glad you're part of the show and so part of uh, our movement. And we are going to amplify you through all the social channels. Thank you so much. If you know someone that's inspiring you, please reach out to us. We'd like to include them in the Dose of Hope and make a difference in the world for those who are giving up. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.